Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, the best darn place on Wall Street where you can get your daily dose of trading ideas, a handful of trading ideas every single trading day to start your day off. Market is about to open right now. That is about the time we do the podcast each day, right around market open time. You can get some trading ideas, some things that we've got on our radar for the day, and then you can get out to your trading day with maybe a couple extra trading ideas for your morning. Maybe you get some good education about something that we're thinking, a way that we're thinking about something today. Today is Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. Mike, how is your Tuesday going? Going great, Brenty. It is a uh, a solid Tuesday. I feel like today is a productive day. Mm-hmm. Special. Nice. <laughs> we'll keep it going. Good luck with your the rest of your productive day today. We got uh, a nice little theme here, I think, for the list today, talking about some ways to find, you know, like some under the radar ideas, maybe a sympathy play, maybe some information that is out there, but maybe a lot of investors or Wall Street don't really understand. And this is a good way that you can find some kind of like under the radar plays. You want to move against the grain if possible. Uh, Sometimes you want to move with the grain on Wall Street, but a lot of times you want to look for these kind of ancillary plays, these plays in the opposite direction of where a lot of the herd is going. I think we got some good ideas in that regard for you here today. Our first stock is Advanced Micro Devices AMD. Number two is Nike NKE. Number three is Moderna MRNA. Stock to watch four is Hyatt. That's ticker H. And our last stock for the day on this Tuesday is Beam Global. It's ticker B-E-E-M. Mike, what is going on with AMD here this week that we want to alert you to? Yeah, let's do it. We've covered some of the other big names in uh, the chip making space. But an interesting part about AMD, specifically, they're hosting their annual shareholder meeting this week on Thursday. It's going to be at noon. That's 12 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. Um, Not necessarily a catalyst, but important to look at if you're in the space invested or if you're looking to glean some information, like we mentioned, the theme of maybe getting some ideas that would otherwise be missed. Um, Wall Street is taken to, I like the way you phrase this, the listening carefully when AMD CEO Lisa Su speaks. This is something that I think is a very powerful way to look at things as a trader, as an investor, is peeking into events and commentary that most people probably wouldn't necessarily think to listen in on or extrapolate if they're not invested in AMD or if they're not yeah, sure. or people who are really following the chip making space. You can usually get some uh, interesting and sometimes valuable information from tuning into things like this that may or may not uh, affect your outlook and how you perceive your your trading. We've talked about the importance of understanding sentiment and tone related to conference calls, earnings conference calls. If you tune into a company's quarterly earnings conference call, you can hear the tone of an executive's voice. Are they excited? Are they kind of like, you know, downtrodden a little bit? And I think AMD is also in a unique space here right now because in the last few weeks, maybe like the last month or so, we've been seeing a lot of love, in my opinion, for NVIDIA 
and Intel, AMD's two biggest competitors. And at the same time, we've kind of seen a lot of like almost not pessimism, but almost pessimism, definitely not optimism related to AMD. So let's see how uh, AMD CEO Lisa Su here her tone is this week that could maybe tell us a lot about the chip industry in general. Also, of course, about AMD. Stock to watch number two is Nike NKE. We highlight this idea quite often on the podcast. And guess why? It works. Foot Locker is going to be reporting their quarterly results on Friday of this week. And a lot of times investors use Foot Locker or the other way around Nike to get an understanding for each other. There's a couple things that lead to this. Just the, of course, the you know overlap between the company's products and operations. Foot Locker sells a lot of Nike products. Also, the other thing that I think is you know kind of under the radar a little bit is that these two companies kind of report their quarterly results sort of like off cycle. And what I mean by that is <clears throat> within an industry or a space, a lot of the companies report their quarterly results together. Home Depot results were this week. We're going to get lows next week. That happens very frequently where a bunch of retailers, retailers will report in the same week or a bunch of chip companies will report in the same week. Nike and Foot Locker, they don't report near each other at all. Foot Locker is going to be reporting again this week on Friday. Nike is not expected to report their quarterly results until like the end of June. And when that happens, investors will especially try to glean information from a first earnings report as sentiment for another company's quarterly results. And I think one of the really valuable ways to look at that is that sometimes I know I used to be the way of, oh, it's not earnings season anymore. It's not, it's time. It's no longer time to pay attention to all of the big companies reporting right now. And then I go and think about something else. It's like, no, there's always, there's always things to look at here. There's always other yeah. companies that are still reporting that are still plays that you can do on earnings like this, where maybe it's just slightly off. And uh, that can be a way to like, like we, like you mentioned at the beginning, looking at things differently than the majority of other people are can usually uh, can make some sort of an edge, some sort of a difference in that. Yeah. You're kind of skating to where the puck is going to instead of instead sure. of where it is. Sure. Stock to watch number three is Moderna, ticker MRNA. And this is a upcoming bleh, an upcoming FDA news catalyst. And the company is expected to be reporting its phase one, two trial results from a propionic acidemia treatment candidate by Thursday of this week. And this is highlighting <laughs> that Moderna is not just a COVID company. Yeah. They were become incredibly famous for uh, the COVID vaccine that they developed from mRNA uh, early on. And I mean, stock shot up from that and it's stayed up for a while, but it's not just a COVID or antiviral company. This is an mRNA company. This is a technology that is, you know, pushing forward a lot of potential treatments for a lot of candidates, you know, like uh, pharma biotech companies label their candidates. They don't always name their their candidates right away. You know, they got to get them to like approval or a phase three trial before a lot of companies start naming with like a brand how they're going to sell them this uh, treatment candidate for propionic acidemia is just labeled right now mRNA 3927. And I just, you know, I stumbled on this today and 
it was kind of just a nice reminder for me that, you know, Moderna has a lot of other candidates going on besides COVID. Uh, propionic acidemia is uh, a disease where acid can get into the blood of newborns. This is, you know, a potentially deadly disease that we need a treatment for. And Moderna is focused on that. Again, expected to get some quarterly, uh, some results from this trial by Thursday of this week. Sock to watch four is Hyatt, ticker H. A little follow-up from, was it last week or two weeks ago, Mike? We talked about Hyatt. Do you remember? I think it was two weeks ago. I'm, I'm not positive, though. <clears throat> Uh, the company had their first ever investor, day, first ever in three years. That's not first ever, first in three years investor day. Obviously, a company like Hyatt, a hospitality, a hotel name, you know, with COVID and the quarantine and the pandemic going on, they, I'm sure, pulled back from a lot of communication with investors. And they had their first in three years investor day last week or two weeks ago. And investors kind of like, didn't love the the presentation. I saw one analyst from Morgan Stanley that called the reaction to the investor day muted. And later in the day, uh, investors faded the news. That's how this analyst described that faded the news on that investor day. They weren't very optimistic. They weren't especially pessimistic. But if you're a bull in Hyatt, Definitely an unfavorable reaction that you got in the stock after this investor day. However, that Morgan Stanley analyst that was highlighting this event, I think a couple weeks ago, they had a note out today saying, you know, yeah, the, the reaction wasn't that great, but Hyatt is doing some really smart things right now to lighten up on their assets, sell assets effectively. And as such, this Morgan Stanley anal analyst had conviction that the company has a multi the company and its investors has a multi-year opportunity here where they can lighten up on assets and you know really kind of like focus on some of their core operations. Coming out of the big boom in the hospitality that we saw right after COVID, it'll be interesting to see what brands like Hyatt uh, are able to do to capitalize whether the trends continue, whether they die down. Maybe there's going to be more opportunities, even in a fading market for hospitality, could be opportunities for Hyatt to acquire other companies to make sure. big moves in the industry. So I think it's a very interesting one, both to watch short term and long term. Uh, and uh, yeah, tune into the, uh, the Hyatt news. It, it, I think people don't talk a whole lot about hotel stocks anymore. I think it was yeah. something that was more talked about before COVID. A lot of people got scared away from hospitality. Sure and cruise stocks uh, with COVID. Sure. So maybe it's time to look back at the service sector. Stock to watch number five, Beam Global, ticker B-E-E-M. <laughs> Beam, I like that. The, the phonetic <laughs> pronunciation is the ticker. Uh, and this is a play on electric vehicle charging capabilities, but not just. They've, they've got a bunch of different uh, kind of things that they're up to. And shares yeah. were up 20% pre-market Tuesday morning. Um, following some better than expected quarterly results that, that's this morning. And now shares are up 15%. Uh, so a little bit of profit okay. taking there, but yeah. a decent move for Beam. Uh, and again, they're not just necessarily in electric vehicle charging. They, I believe they have um, their arms in, you said security and other things. Do you have any more color for us? Yeah, sure. And like, like this is exactly the kind of stuff that you want to look for, folks. The, the perception around Wall Street 
you know, looking around communities of investors and traders, looking around chat rooms of investors and traders, I see Beam get clumped into an electric vehicle charging play. And yes, they have electric vehicle charging technology, but they also use that electric technology for energy generation for um, outdoor media, like digital billboards for security, like, you know, like home security and like commercial security. They're using their electric technology, you know, to charge stuff and to be like off the grid effectively. So again, you know, viewed as, a, as in my opinion, just an electric vehicle company, that's not the case. This is, you know, almost like a solar play in a way. This is uh, a, an electric storage and electric energy generation play, in my opinion. This is the stuff you want to look for when perception out there on Wall Street doesn't have the whole picture. There could be a chance where uh, the street will start understanding a new picture and might have to reprice a stock potentially higher because of more information kind of permeating through the market. All right, folks, that is going to wrap it up for our list today on this Tuesday. I hope everyone has a great trading day out there. Hope you got some good knowledge from the podcast today. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody. Catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.